Welcome to the weekend edition of the We Are Wrestling Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes. So, I got a lot to talk about that has nothing to do with anything that's happening, but I definitely have to talk about it. It's very, oh, it's very ir- irritating. It's very irritating. Okay. So there's so many discussions about the blood issue. The blood issue. And people are like, oh my God, like you guys are bitching about blood. Like, what the fuck do you think wrestling is? Like, oh, you guys got too sensitive because WWE and like the blood is okay. Like, we need more blood in wrestling. Blood is fine. Like, I can't believe there's too many bitches out here bitching about blood. And so this started from like just like random people and then it got picked up by these podcasters that that are podcast journalists. I'm not a fan. The bad part is like I should be a fan of theirs. And like when I started listening to them, they were okay. Turned on the other side and they're doing other stuff and they're saying stuff and they're like really fucking, I don't know. They're they're more on the side of oh my god we love this show we don't give a fuck about the other show oh there's and they criticize like WWE extremely heavily and it's like okay some stuff yes you can be super critical about yes and the other stuff is just like no you're just bitching because you want to bitch about WWE AEW and you just go like oh my god this is so great this is so great and that brings me to the blood issue. And the blood issue is like, oh my God, it's so good. Like, you guys are bitches. Like, your WWE has, like, turned you guys so fucking soft. And that's why it's, like, you're so fucked up about the blood. And it's like, you have no idea what the fuck I used to watch. You have no idea what the fuck I enjoy. So don't fucking tell me that WWE has made me soft. You have no idea. You wasn't there when Andy was hung up by fucking hooks. Yes. He fucking got hung up by hooks in the CZW arena. I have never seen a man bleed so fucking much that his blue jeans were fucking brown. Don't fucking tell me about, oh my God, you guys are such bitches because of blood. We've seen this shit so many times. Eddie Guerrero getting bust open in triple A. No, not WCW, triple fucking A. Like you motherfuckers are talking so much shit about Oh, this is so... And then, like you say, you wasn't there shooting in the gym. Like, Doug, you wasn't there. Like, every time you say <laughs> some dumb shit, you swear to God, like, oh, my God, like, you guys are bitches. You can't name me none of this shit that you've been through and seen. No, you can't name me none of that shit because all you know is the last 10 years. Like, so don't give me the bullshit. When I say I don't want to see so much blood, it's like because we passed that. Even some fucking wrestlers are like, yo, we evolved past that. GCW doesn't bleed fucking much. They have one fucking death match a show, and they're like, "Yeah, this this is it. This is this is how hard we're gonna go." They're fucking ultra violent, and you don't see them fucking doing it every goddamn show and going like, "Yeah, no, this is just the norm. This is how wrestling is supposed to be." Oh my god, blood is just like normal. Like red equals green. Red equals green in a fucking story. Red doesn't equal green every fucking match. Don't fucking tell me that like that shit just works like that. No, fuck you. Like 
you guys are fucking pussies. Like, every time somebody criticizes something with AEW, it turns into this whole fucking shit show. I swear to God, you guys are the most fucking pussy-ass individuals. And every time somebody says something, you are like, oh, you're, you're a fucking WWE person. You, like, you love the Fed. You love this. No. I fucking love wrestling. You motherfuckers are just on AEW's dick. And I swear to God, like, it's so fucking annoying. Like, it makes me fucking hate AEW because every time I go online, I see somebody dick riding AEW just like, oh, they're the greatest thing ever. They're the greatest thing ever. Oh, my God, they can't do any wrong. And it's like, when you criticize them, I'm like, yo, this could have been done a little different. Oh, you guys need to shut up. Like, all of this Fed stuff. Like, you're just a Fed fan. That's why you're criticizing. It's like, no, get off of their dick. Like, fucking be actual fucking journalists. If you want to be journalists, be fucking journalists and criticize them. Don't fucking sit there and suck it. Everything they do is just great. Everything they do is not great. Like, don't fucking sit there and be, like, fucking assholes. Like, this shit bothers the fuck out of me because you swear to God, like, everything in there is great. Like, oh, my God, like, they, they've done so great. Like, this is the greatest show ever. And it's like, it's not. It's not. It's not. And if you say, oh, well, you don't like wrestling. You're not up at fucking two o'clock in the goddamn morning watching New Japan going, oh my God, this is the greatest shit. You're not watching Noah going, oh my God, this is the greatest shit. You're not watching and going, you know what? They got some good matches. All Japan. Kento Miyahara. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. So don't fucking sit there and tell me that, oh, this is the best wrestling in the world when the best wrestling in the world is in fucking Japan. So stop getting, stop being on their dick and just like actually criticize them. Like, fuck this shit. Like, this is so stupid. I fucking hate people like that. <laughs> so, and like, my, my opinion, like, to like, chime in on that though, right? Mm-hmm. If they, they love the fucking like violent shit so much, Japan got that beat too, because FMW and shit. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing, but like, I used to love that shit. <laughs> It, it's not a thing, but the thing is, like, fucking um, DDT. DDT has crazy shit, and it's like, yeah. I don't, like, it's certain shit that goes down that it's like, okay, yes, that is valid. Blood is valid. Like, in a certain yeah, storyline, like, yes, like, there's storylines, like, back in the 80s, back in the 90s, when somebody was in beef, and they bust them open in a big angle, you're like, oh my god, it's it's serious. And everybody loved it. That's what they mean by red equals green. You just turn and go, oh, people bleeding and wrestling. That's what's supposed to happen. No, it happens in a story. If it's a real fucking story, you'd be like, oh, shit, that that makes sense. Moxley bleeding every fucking week is not it. That's not it. That's not. There's no story to it. He's just bleeding. He's just like, oh, I want to bleed. That makes no sense. Brian bleeding in that match. Like I said, it's fine, but like I've seen blood so much that I'm desensitized for it to be like, oh well, it's it's fucking awesome. It I've seen it so much in AEW, it's just like it's just like desensitized me. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't I don't care. And like to me it wasn't awesome, but it made sense. But it wasn't awesome. <laughs> it didn't make sense. That's the thing. It did for having a match, he beat him up. Okay, that did not make sense for him to bleed. If MJF came out and busted him open and had him leaking, that makes sense because his feud is with MJF. This is just like a wrestling match. That like it was a great wrestling match, 
but the blood didn't add anything to it. The aftermath, if, if fucking MJF would have came out, ring, bam, bust them open, blood all over, I would have been like, oh my God, this is money. Like, that's exactly what I said. I would have been like, oh my God, this, would, this is money. Like, he, he beat him down, he busted him open, he's leaking on the floor. Oh my God, this, this is how it's supposed to be. Like, what he did to Takeska, if he did that to Brian, I would be like, oh my God, this is like, this is great. This is a great angle. Other yeah, than that, it doesn't that's make a good point. But to me, at the same time, like, him getting beat up before MJF got him, that mm-hmm. shows what a bitch MJF is and whatever. Like, he couldn't do it his damn self. He had to get Roosh to do it. You know what I mean? So to me, it kind of tells the story of that. You know what I mean? Like, he waited till Brian was weak and, like, lost all that blood and whatever and, you know, fucked him up that way. Okay, that is... I think. Like, no, that's valid. That's valid, mm-hmm. but, like, if he didn't bleed and Bruce would have just beat the shit out of him, broke his arm, fucked him up and just kept fucking him up. No blood. Yeah. And then MJF comes out, ring, pow, blood. It would have made more impact because it would have been like, oh my God, he went through this grueling yeah. ass match, got his ass beat from stem to stern. He gets up and MJF busts him open. After all this, you just going to take like the life out of him and bust him open. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Him coming down after the match, beating him up and putting him in the fucking armbar was like, it wasn't needed. It didn't make any fucking sense. It's like he bled already. He bled for about 20 fucking minutes. It made no Like, if he would have came and did it after the match, and it, it would have just been like, oh my god, this drooling ass match, and then like, bow, blood. Oh my god, after all this, you're just gonna make him bleed? What the fuck? Like he did, like it would have made the, it would made it seem so much better. But everybody just like immediately goes, "Oh, blood making it cool." And when people criticize, it's like, "Oh no, it's fucking pop." That's what I hate. Yeah. No, you're right. Like that, your host Nero is like 100 percent correct. The only thing I would change, mm-hmm. like the whole Takeska thing, I wouldn't make him bleed then, if that was the case. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's making them both bleed. You know what I mean? That's kind of like too much. Exactly. Like you see, like it's like it's double juice yeah. for no reason. None of that makes sense. Like yeah. and people are like, oh, you guys are just bitching. It's like, no, it's like when it makes sense, it's fine. And like then you go, oh, well, it'll make sense later. No, it makes it would make sense now if you just did it the right way. And it's so stupid. And I, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. Like, and I hate these dick writers that, like, and they just, and then, like, when you say something, it's like a horde of them that swarm you and say, oh my God, you're, you're a Fed fan. You're this. And I've said this since day one. I do not love WWE like you people think I do. The only thing I could do is, like, find stories and I enjoy the story. I'm not going like, oh my God, this is the greatest. The same thing I say, it's not that, it's not that great, dude. It's not that fucking great. Honestly, I'm not loyal to any company. I'm loyal to like storylines and like certain wrestlers. That's, uh, listen, that's, that's my opinion. Listen, a friend of mine said it best because she feels the same way. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm loyal to the wrestlers not the company. And I've said that before. I'm like, yes, that's yeah. it. And with her saying that, it's like, 
she's like a beacon of hope in wrestling and her saying it and people are like yeah like I kind of understand that but also it's like no 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 not but all and what she's saying just the wrestlers not the companies just that 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 and people don't fucking get it and that 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 pisses me the fuck off I hate that when somebody says something, but then they have to add on with the "but actually" or "but this." Like, just let it go. (laughs) Yeah, and those guys from that podcast, like, I've seen you guys, like, and like I said, I'm supposed to support you guys, and like, we're all supposed to be together, but like, I can't support you and I can't follow you guys anymore because a couple weeks ago, like, well, a couple months ago, I. I stopped following one of them because it was like, all right, you're you're going off the rails and saying shit that I'm not, I don't agree with. Then recently, another one went off the rails and people are like, okay, maybe you're going off the rails. And I'm like, this one. And I'm like, I'm tired of you guys. It's like a lot of clout in this business. You have a lot of clout, but that doesn't make you right. That doesn't make you right. Just because you have a lot of clout interviewing the people that you should be interviewing, getting behind closed doors that you should be getting behind, it does not make you a fucking expert on that because you're behind the closed doors just sucking up to these people going, hey, we love your work. We love your product. Just because of that does not mean you get to just go, Oh, we're the authority on everything here, and you guys are wrong. That doesn't that doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like mm-hmm. that. Like yeah. you have a, you have a job to be objective, so be fucking objective. That that's my. I'm moving on. I hate giving other people clout and saying shit, so I'm moving the fuck on. So, right. rampage started off. Butcher and Blade versus the BBC. I like and, how you call him Skip. <laughs> yeah, because like I always try to call him Tip Sabian, and I fuck it up, and I call him Skip. I actually called him Skip to his face, and like he just like had right, whatever. But like, in, <laughs> oh shit! It's just, it's just like because trying to say Tip Sabian. It just comes out skip saving. So like I just call him skip and it's just like fuck it, you're skip now. That's it. <laughs> Alright. So they're taking on the BBC. It's like a few cool things happened in this match, and it was like, oh okay, cool. But we knew the BBC was gonna win because like they're going on to whatever they're about to go on to. So I'm like, alright. So I like Thank God there's no blood in that match. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> fortunately, and then we had a fucking promo. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know how to feel about this. It's Darby Allen and Sting, and they're talking about going after the House of Black. And Darby's like, Ortiz, you know, I got your back. Like, you know, I like, I got you. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then Sting comes up and was like. We're going to go out with a blaze of glory. We're going to go out with a blaze of glory. It's like, whoa, calm down. Do not go out on a blaze of glory. Like, no, we're going out on a blaze of glory. We're going to end this the right way. It's like, no, 
Okay, Sting and Darby, relax. I don't want you guys to go out on a blaze of glory. Please, please relax. Oh my God. I remember the last time Sting went out on a blaze of glory in WCW. <laughs> yeah. Against Van Vampiro. That wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. Like, I want Darby, like, Darby keeps saying, yeah, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'm like, okay, fine. I understand that, but like, I enjoy your work sometimes, and I want you to stay around. But he's like, nah, yeah. fuck it. Like, him and Sting are like, nah, fuck it, we're going out in the blaze of glory. It's like, god damn it. Like, god damn it. Like, this is gonna be fucking crazy. Do you foresee them having a match against each other? Yes, at the very end, like, I think Sting is gonna say, Darby, you're gonna have to kill me off. And Darby's gonna do it. I'm like, god damn it. <laughs> so... Then we get like a preview of Adam Cole's interview on Wednesday. So he gets the interview and like they're like, he's saying, oh, I'm going to do this, this and this. And I have my eyes on a few guys. So because this is pre-taped, I'm already in my mind going, when they showed us on Wednesday, whoever his opponent is for a pay-per-view is going to show up and fuck him up. Yeah. So then we have Ricky Stark, and he's mad. He's mad at Jericho and the Jerichoff Society, and he's like, yo, I'm going to fuck you guys up. I'm going to get you. I'm like, okay. So then we move on to the impractical Jerichoers, and they're fucking with Jericho. And it's like, okay, they do a small bat, a tiny bat thing, like, Kind of like a small dick joke. It's like okay, we're really, uh, yeah. <laughs> crossover, I guess. And then a jerk off society comes out and beats, them, put them through a table. It's like, eh. I mean, credit for them for taking that spot. At least. Like, that's why yeah. I didn't care. <laughs> yeah. And Dustin's pissed off. And Dustin's like, yo, you talk shit about my family. You talk shit about me. Like, fuck that. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm going to fucking end you. It's over. I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you, Swerve. You and your two little dumbass goons. So, like, at this point, I'm like, "Mm, you know what? I'm kind of okay with this feud. And then the two dudes come out and beat up Dustin. And it's like, eh. And then Swerve lays out Dustin and he stands over him. He said, next week it's going to be me and you. Oh yeah. Happy Black History Month. Like, as soon as he said that, I fucking popped. I was like, okay, I'm not even mad at this anymore. I'm not even mad at this anymore. That was a that was a great line. I, I, I was happy. <laughs> then we had Marina Shafir and I'm not gonna lie I have no idea what the fuck happened because like at first the match starts they just immediately go on a commercial and it's like okay and when we come back we beat her and it's like okay then there comes Tony and Soraya okay then they get jumped by Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter okay and then Ruby Soho is just standing there like 
still. And it's like, okay, another, okay. And then they go, we're going to have a free. It's like, okay. Yes, I I hate this fucking pro. I hate this whole angle. I hate it. I hate all of it. I hate this. It was weird. Like, the only thing I remember from the, from the match itself mm-hmm. was the fact that uh, um, Shafir didn't have shoes on. They pointed that out. So. <laughs> yes. But, like, so, they, mm-hmm. they need to end this storyline. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think they're going to stress this out as long as possible for no fucking reason. Yeah. So, then we have Mark Briscoe. And I'm not going to lie. It made me happy and sad because it's like, okay, I've seen a lot of Briscoe promos and it's always Mark and Jay and Jay starts off serious and Mark starts talking and Mark is saying the most wildest off the wall shit. He just like, yeah. Yo. <laughs> it's like, it's always like, yo, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and Jay always brings him back. He's trying to bring him back down. And then like at the end, Jay walks off and Mark always says something wild. And it's just like, oh my God. So this time it's just, it's just Mark by himself and maybe Miss Jay a little. Because Mark is just going off the rails and he's Mark Briscoe and he's just doing his thing. And it's like, it's always funny and entertaining. He's just going off the fucking rules. And it's like, okay, this is great. And Mark Sterling comes in and he fucks with Mark Sterling. And then Josh Wood show up. And it's, so it's going to be Josh Wood versus Mark Briscoe next week. It, it brought me back to Ring of Honor and made me just like love this all over again. Two questions about this, right? One yeah. serious and one, like, funny, though, right? Yes. One, is it just me or does Mark Briscoe remind you of the dude from fucking um, King of the Hill? Boom the house? one. Boom house. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like, I get the, that vibe from him. And two... What what are your thoughts of their, what they're going to do with the um, tag team titles and whatnot? Like, are they going to give him another tag team partner or something? You know? I hope they don't because, like, I don't want to see him with anybody else. I hope that he decides what to do with the tag titles and go, listen, we put it up in the tournament or, like, I'll just give it to somebody. I hope it's not they stick him with anybody because, no, like, I know that he could be with somebody and it'd be like a great tag team, but like from me knowing them their whole career, it's always Mark and Jay. I'm not gonna feel yeah. like I'm not gonna. It, my heart's not gonna be in it. Be like I'm not gonna support it enough because, like, even though Mark is good, he's good on his own. He was a former television champion. Like he can. I'm be just about to say that. Yeah. So like, if they just let him be by himself, yeah, it's it's great. But like at the same time, it's like. Just, just let him give up the tag titles, but like, I don't want to see him with another partner. That's that would feel sad to me. I I agree with you 100. percent And like, yeah, like you said, Jay could like do it by himself, former television champion. So yeah, you know, hopefully they do, they go that route. Yes. So then we get Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Dolph Ziggler's little brother Ryan Neenith. <laughs> and he beats Ryan in like five minutes and then here comes Brian Cage for no reason. It's like, 
why? Like, I'm bored. I, that's exactly what it was. So isn't it about the, time they dropped the Jungle Boy part and just make him Jack Perry? I'll give it like I'll give it six months and they're gonna drop it. <laughs> okay. So then we get Ortiz, and Ortiz says, "Yo, Eddie, I knew you was like this, but like I didn't know you would turn on me. But you know what? You know what? Fuck it." You're gonna have to pay for that one day, and it's like okay. I have I, I, a date for the fight, so it's just like okay, whatever. It's like they they basically just dropped it, kind of like it's there, but it's dropped at the same time. One of those numbers. Yeah. So then they get it. Hangman page and he's talking to Renee and he's pissed off. He's like, I've lost to him twice. I need to fight him one more time. I need to do this. And it's like, yes, we're waiting for you guys to just say, last man standing, last man standing. Let's have it. We're waiting. We're waiting. Just say it. Just say it. <laughs> so here comes Skip I love, and I love how he called out, not to cut you off, but I love how he called out like why is it always you interviewing me? <laughs> like, yeah. you can get a sick kick out of this. It, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, then skipping Penelope. And this was so funny because, like, it actually almost happened. So, Skip is on the other side. And Hangman swings at Skip. And he almost punches Skip in the face. And, like, if Skip didn't have that reaction... Skip would have got punched right in the face. It was like, oh, yeah. hold up. He's lucky oh. fast. Yes. So Skip and Panopoli are going to wrestle Hangman next week. I say and Panopoli because she's going to be there and help out. Yep. Obviously. Yes. So I don't know where the fuck this happened at. I, don't ha- I have no idea. They said this happened on Dynamite after the Brian Danielson match. Which I call complete bullshit. Dude, when the fuck the faction of Los Gobernables attack the BBC? Uh, I'm gonna say it happened, but like after the show cut off. <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> like the it, funny had, part, it had to be like a YouTube thing. Yeah, but the funny part is it's like, yeah, I'm trying to help out Brian Danielson. They got attacked. And I'm like, Bro, like, I know that, like, I remember Brian Danielson being, like, just destroyed, MJF leaving him, and they're helping him out of the ring. I don't remember them getting attacked. And they're like, no, happened. Like, this is an exclusive short. Okay, fine. If this was an exclusive short, somebody should have said something at Dynamite that that happened because they went on to the next thing and nobody said anything. They're like, no, this happened on the internet. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense, but it's like, all right, fuck it, whatever. When does it ever make sense? <laughs> I don't know. So <laughs> then we get Lee Moriarty versus Orange Cassidy, and like, as soon as this match started, I'm like, eh, I don't know how this is gonna be because like they did the sunglasses spot. I'm like, eh, I don't know how this is gonna be, and then like immediately five seconds in, they're like. No, we're actually going to have a wrestling match. It was like, oh, well, this is very enjoyable now. That's 
that's exactly how I felt. It's like, I'm it's like, oh, this is gonna be comedy. Then they start wrestling, and it was like, oh, I enjoy this. I enjoy this very much. This is great. Okay. So Dan Housen wanted to punch Stokely halfway. He wound up punching him in his cast, and Dan Housen hurts his hand. And Orange Cassidy beats Lee Moriarty, and it's like, okay, cool. Then here comes Satnam Singh. Oh, Lord, I forgot they still had the Golden Globe bullshit with Double J Lethal, and they hit him over the back. They hit Orange Cassidy over the back of the head. They beat him up. Then here comes the best friends. It's like, okay, the sides are going to be even. No, the best friends get their ass beat. It's like, okay, well, they're in a feud, so that makes sense. Okay, well, here comes the acclaim. That feud is done. What is it? Why is it so much crap? Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Like, they suck. Why do we have to have this? Jeff Jarrett. Fuck Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Like what the fuck is this? It, it, I I was just like, oh come on, man! Like, let Arch Cassidy do some fun shit. Like, not this dumb shit. God damn, dude! That kind of pissed me off. It's like I want Arch Cassidy to keep doing fun shit because every time he's wrestling, it's like fucking entertaining and it's fun as shit. But then you throw him yeah. with these fucking dicks. It's like I don't want like I don't care about Jay Lethal or Jeff Jarrett. Like they're like. I don't want them anywhere near them. But best friends aren't Cassidy. I could watch their shit. But when you mix them with shit that doesn't make sense, it's like I don't want to see this. Like I want, I want those guys to be far away from them. Just like put them in some other feud. It's so it is so irritating. But yeah, that was rampage. Shit happened. So then we get to SmackDown. And it starts off with the wise man. The wise man is in the ring and he's talking about how he has a Cody problem on Raw and he has a Sammy problem on SmackDown. And this shit has to stop because the tribal chief has the titles and the titles is for the family and it makes him whatever, whatever. And it's like, okay cool. He's like, alright, cool. And then all of a sudden here comes Sammy. And Sammy's like... Who didn't see that coming? <laughs> like, apparently a lot of people, because they're like, what the fuck? Like, Sammy's here? I'm like, dog, it just it makes sense. Yes. And Sammy basically tells Heyman, he's like, yo, I got portrayed. You're gonna get portrayed. Every trade. When Solo didn't do what Roman liked, he sent them away. He sent the Usos away. You're out here by yourself. He's going to turn on you. And I'm just trying to give you word of advice. This shit isn't going to be like that. And I'm going to take the titles from Roman and I'm just telling you right now this whole thing is going to fall apart. And I'm going to go to WrestleMania and face Cody. And at this point, I'm like, he's got a point. He's got a point that Roman is going to portray them. But at the same time, it's like one of those swerve things where it's like, 
He's saying this, and everything he's saying is completely true. Roman is using them, and he's going to betray them. It's like completely 100% true. But at the same time, that's not how it's going to go down. You know it, and I know it. That's not how it's mm-hmm. going to go down. And it's like, but it would be interesting if it went down that way, though. Yes. And so, over the last couple of days, we've all found out a thing that, like, we've all known. And, like, if you're a wrestling fan for years, you would notice. And I don't just mean, like, oh, just in the last 2000s, because a lot of you fuckers are just, like, from the 2000s and know only that. But if you, before that, you've known about Paul Heyman being this great, masterful storyteller. And, like, he's behind the scenes his creative minds. That's why Paul has been leaning on him. And so Paul Heyman works with three acts. Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, and Roman Reigns. Behind the scenes, he's helping them with their whole entire story, helping them craft stuff. This whole entire bloodline thing, there's only one person to thank for it, the wise man himself. And I know people are like, you know, like, he's not that Storytelling, you've never watched ECW. You've never watched ECW. You've never watched the Tommy Dreamer Ascension. You've never watched the Raven Ascension. You've never watched the Sandman story. You never got behind Mikey Whipwreck for no goddamn reason. You've never watched Taz murder people from beginning to end, turn from a Tasmaniac to Taz. Like, you've never yes. seen some of the shit he's done in ECW where you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. That's why ECW is so beloved. It's not just because of the hardcore shit. It's because of the stories. Like the Sandman yeah. game. And his getting fucked up. And the Sandman, yo, man, don't come out. Don't say anything. Where it's so fucking much of work where people are like, even people in the industry are like, yo, his eye got fucked up. When his eye didn't get fucked up. It, that's how masterful the storytelling was. Like he's real, like he's really fucking good, and you see, line story. So I'm like, I'm excited that he's doing what he's doing. Yeah, like he's a master fucking storytelling. Like yes, he, like he's he, like he he's needs my, to have a class in this shit, a book or yeah, <laughs> yes, like he's like they like behind the scenes. Yes, so he had. The Banger Bros versus fuck Hit Row. And yeah. they beat Hit Row very quickly. So the Viking Raiders are like, they fight you. Okay. Remember, if that's because they just keep getting beat up like over and over again. So it's like, oh, they just. So they had the match, right? And it's like, no, 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 they didn't. They just kept getting beat up. So now they're going to have the match. And it's like, they did have the match. Didn't they? I'm not crazy, right? I swear, like, they were in that first round of the um, taking tournament or whatever, the one that Ricochet and Strowman won. Like, I swear that was a thing. They could have just got, like, got in a brawl, but I swear they had a match. Yeah, that's what I'm confused about because, like, it happened so many times and, like, I want it to be over. Like, I know that they probably might have a good match, but at the same time, it's like, it's been too many, like, just brawls and it needs to end. 
Like, it needs to end. I know the match will probably be like, oh, it's a banger. But, like, because this is not, like, one of the things where it's like, oh, this is a good story. It's just, like, there. It's two hard-hitting tag teams that was going to fight. And it's like, okay, can we please end this? Because, like, they keep fucking with each other over and over and over and over again. And it's like, yeah, just end it. Just, like, kind of get rid of it. It's Just end it. Cause like, where do we go from here then? Like after after that, you know, like might as well just let like, it go because it's not doing nothing. Yeah, because like like I said, I'm kind of like I heard that it's gonna be the Drew and Sheamus versus Gunther at WrestleMania. So like, just move on. Let's, let's move on. Let's let's, let's, let's go. Yeah. So then we get Jimmy. Jimmy's walking around and Jimmy's trying to call his brother. Nothing. Then we have Lacey Evans versus somebody, and Lacey gets the win. Okay, yeah, but during that match, we also see Jimmy again calling his brother. Like, yo, we got a title match, bro. Like, come on, you, you don't want to lose the titles like this. Come on, like, I need to, like, I need you here. Like, you, my brother. Like, fuck all that, fuck everything else. I just need my brother. So. Get Paul Heyman talking to Jimmy, and he's like, "Yo, where's your brother?" He's like, "You need your brother, right? Y'all need to be together." And Paul is like, "The tribal chief wants you guys to be together. Like, have you talked to him? Like, do you know anything? Like, where's his head at?" He's like, "Yo, he's like, I just keep calling him. Oh, he shows up. Well, the tag match is next. All right." And, like, it just goes off and we go to commercial. Okay. So... Paul also called him out for not helping him out there either with the Sammy thing. <laughs> yes. So... Like, no, I'm trying to get my brother. Okay. <laughs> like, fuck you. Like, don't nobody in that group care, care about each other. <laughs> no. Everybody only the Usos. Yep. Like Solo's gonna go, ironically enough, solo. <laughs> Fucking Roman's gonna be by himself. The only one that probably stay together is the Usos. Mm-hmm. And like, they can break up. Just put one on one show and put the other one on the other show. We could tell them apart. <laughs> no, but like, the only problem with that is like, I don't think Jimmy can hold his own as like, Charisma and like work rate, like so. I just rather them say a tag team because yeah, we saw like we saw Jay hold his own. Even Michael Cole calls him main event Jay Uso later on, and it's like you know that he can hold his own. Jimmy just doesn't have that. He hasn't showed that yet. He might have it eventually, but he didn't have it now. And that's the funny part. When they first like w- went to this gimmick and whatever, like wearing the hats and all that, right? Mm-hmm. I always saw Jimmy as the star, but I, I guess I was wrong. So yeah. So then we get backstage and we see Sonya talking to Adam Pearce, and she's like, "Yo, I should be in the Elimination Chamber. I should be getting that title match, dude. You had a million title matches." Like, we don't need this shit anymore. Chill the fuck out. And then here comes Chelsea Green was like, I came to talk to the SmackDown manager to complain about the Raw manager. And he's like, I'm the manager. 
and then he winds up going, you know what? Fuck it. You two are gonna have a match. You're gonna be a tag team. And it's like, okay. Sonya's like, dog, I didn't want any of this. What the how did I get into this? <laughs> it, it was I kind of like figured like they, he was gonna put him in a match against each other. He should have, that would have made more sense, but he's like, no, I'm gonna put you both in a tag match. That was yeah. so fucking weird. So then we get the Bald Brothers, they come out, and then here comes Jimmy's by himself with both titles, and he's standing there, and he's sad because his brother didn't show up. So they bring down the lights, getting ready for the main for the title match, and Sam and Bald Brothers, and then she turns to Jimmy and she goes, defending the tag titles. By himself, Jimmy and Jimmy grabs the mic. He was like, No, 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 my brother's here, my brother's here. And points to the crowd, and here comes Jay. And Michael Cole says, Main event, Jay Uso is here. And Jay comes yep. down, hops the, hops the barricade, comes in there and hugs Jimmy. And then Sam announces them as the Usos. Tag and match. The crowd for that. Did you notice? Yeah. They pop because it's like they love the Usos. Like, no matter what goes on, yep. they love the Usos. And they defend the SmackDown tag titles. They're defending both titles separately. They they called them the undisputed tag champions, but they're defending the tag titles separately. Yeah. I'm going to happening. I don't know how it's going to play out. I don't know how that's going to play out because I really want Sammy and Kevin to win both titles and then go from there and be like, you know what? We're going to separate the titles. You can have the Raw Tag titles and we're going to have this title. And like, just go from there. I, I see that. Like, as soon as they win it, they'll like separate them. Yes. So we get a spot where Strowman is trying to pounce Jay. Jay moves out the way. Fucking Braun Strowman pounces his dumb ass over the announce table and Ricochet lays out Jimmy and he's about to get Jimmy with the 630. He lays Jimmy back out. Hits him with the 630. But Jay made the tag and Jay comes off the top rope. Uso splash right on a Ricochet. One, two, three. fucking crazy. Yeah, a lot of people pop for that. It's like, oh my god, that was so good. And I'm like, that's kind of... It was. Yeah, and I'm like, but to me, it was like, that's kind of normal Uso finishes. Like, like they always do some shit where it's just out of the sky. It's the Usos. And you're like, oh shit. Like, that's, that's how they did it. So, then Jimmy and Jay are leaving after the match, and Jimmy's like, yo, man, what, like what's up with you man are you in or you out so as he's saying that behind the pillar is Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman is looking and Jay says you know what man I don't know I don't know and he walks off so as he walks off Paul walks up to Jimmy and he goes so what's up with your brother what's going on what did he choose he said yo I don't know man I don't know. Did he give you a direction one way or another? He's like, yo, I don't know. So Jimmy just has his face like, damn, what the fuck is going on? 
but the whole time you have to remember Paul had a cell phone in his hand the whole time so he's about to call the tribal chief and ask him what's up it was like okay man like it's not gonna go the way people think but like they're they're really like leading into it <laughs> mm-hmm. so then we get Natty Natty's in the ring and I the awkward wording that Natty kept saying was making me feel because Natty is like I gotta get some stuff off my chest I got something, something in my chest. And she kept saying it. And it's like, fam, like, I, I, I know you're not saying what I think you're saying, but it's coming across like you're saying which, what I think that you're not saying. It's very weird. It's very weird. What you look in your chest? That, that's what it sounded like. And I'm like, oh, God. So <laughs> then she starts talking about Shayna Baszler and saying that she's just a knockoff, Ronda Rousey. And I was like, ah, oh, Ronda Rousey's coming. So... That, that's what happens. Shayna comes out, then Ronda comes out, and Ronda's mad. And Shayna and Ronda beat up Natty. They just beat the shit out of Natty, just fuck her up. And then Shotzi come out to help. And Shotzi helps. Natty still gets her arm fucked up. Ronda and Shayna stand tall at the end of this, and it's like, what the, what the fuck? Like, what did you do, Shotzi? <laughs> Shotzi ain't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> Exactly. So was it me or so, that they they like trying to hint a dissension of, between them? Like it's gonna happen, but I don't think anytime so. Mm-hmm. They're doing a slow burn, a super slow burn with them. So they hinted at it, and they just like left it because you know that they're gonna be a tag team eventually. Yeah. So like they're they're basically hinting a dissension. So like. To see, like, to like gauge their crowd, see their reaction to it, see if they could do yes. it. I yes. guess. No, no, it's not so they can see if they could do it. They just want people to know they plant the seed and they're going to watch it grow. So when it happens, it happens. So, like, they want you to know okay. so you start to get invested. Just by planting the seed, it's like you're going to start to get invested because they said it and they teased it. And it's like, now, no matter what happens, that's in the back of your mind. And as the story grows, whichever way it grows, this is in the back of your mind. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. I remember that. And as little pieces happen there and there, you're going to be like, oh, little pieces of dissension. Okay, this is what's happening. Oh, Shayna thinks that Rhonda is above her and she's her underling and she wants to be on top where Rhonda is. And it's going to wind up with a title situation. But, like, it's going to take, like, six to eight months before this even comes to an impasse. How about that be for the title? No, it's, like, I think that's where it's going to go for the title. I think it's going to be something for the title. Because I think Shayna deserves the main title on the main show. So, I think that if Ronda has it and she takes it from Ronda, it would be kind of cool. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So... Then we see Jay Uso. He's leaving. And he's leaving and they have the camera on him. And then Sammy steps out. And Sammy says, yo, I wanted to talk to you. Like, yo, I'm glad that you stepped up for that shit that was going on. But you know he's going to fuck you over, right? You know he's not going to take this disrespect. He's like, I love you, man. He's like, and I know next week 
I'm going to change this shit. In eight days, I'm going to change this shit. I'm going to win those titles. I'm going to do this. And then he said, you know what? I acknowledge you. And you see Jimmy. I mean, you see Jay's like, man, what the? What? And he, he puts up his fist. They get a fist bump from Jay. And Jay doesn't do it at first. He's kind of like, what the fuck? Did you acknowledge me? Then, then he does it. He fist bumps him back. And walks off. Like like it it feels like he's on fucking Sammy side, but yes, yeah, <laughs> and that's like that's what's making me happy because it's like it's making you think immediately that he's on Sammy's side, and it's making you have this feeling of like, oh my God, Sammy has a friend. Sammy has somebody on his side. The Usos may turn on Roman. And because of that, it's making you feel like everything is going to be right. Everything is going to happen. Everything is going to be good. It makes you feel that way just so when it goes down, you get totally fucked. And you're like, what? I didn't see that coming. It's like, yeah, they, they did that to lead you to this way. So, yeah. Yep. So, then we get Megan interviewing L.A. Knight. And she asked him about Mountain Dew. And he's like, nah, we're not going to talk about that. But L.A. Knight's going to do what L.A. Knight's going to do. So he's going to do something. And he said he wasn't, he never said what he was going to do and just walked off. And it's like, what the fuck is happening here? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So then we get Sonya Deville and... Chelsea Green versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. And Liv gets the pin. She pins Chelsea Green. One, two, three. Hey, it's over. It's over. Like, that match is over. Nothing else to do there. Haha. <laughs> Who cares? So, Yay. yeah, we sit down with Charlotte, and Charlotte is talking about how. Her and Rhea are going to have a match. And she's like, yeah, it took you three years to get better to come after me. Huh, whatever. I'm going to beat you anyway. Who gives a shit? And it's like, I know exactly how this ends. Rhea gets the win back, and then we just move on. Because, like, yep. Charlotte needs to win the title two more times to catch up with her dad. Hooray! Who cares? So Not a biggie. Yeah. So then we get the four-way. Santos, Killer Cross, Mad Crap Moss, and the Rey Mysterio. And it's so, like, it's so many things in this match that was like, huh, like, I, I didn't think it would acknowledge this shit. So, at one point in the very beginning, Santos and Cross are standing there, and they're talking to each other, and they're like, oh, you, I know you. Like, we know each other. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, people are like, oh, and Michael Cole just said it. Oh. It's like they have some underground lucha connection. Okay, Mike. Right, oh, well, shit. We, I'm like, it was like, all right, we, 
Like, we got it. We got it. And then, 10 minutes later, it's Ray standing one-on-one with Santos Escobar. And Michael Cole acknowledged. They've never had a one-on-one in WWE. Maybe elsewhere, but not in WWE. <laughs> like, I actually like, think um, Barrett said, like, they had it, like, in, in like, a lucha place. Huh. Like, in the fact that they acknowledged that all three of them was in, was fucking awesome. I was like, wow, they actually yeah. acknowledged that they wrestled together in lucha underground. And this, for you, how do you feel to have three Hispanic men in the main event of SmackDown? Uh... First off, I thought this was a tag team match, which is funny when I first saw the fucking like first screen. Um, yeah, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Like it was a good match. I mean, like I don't know. I, I don't like go into the whole like Hispanic rah rah shit. Like I just care it was a good match. <laughs> well, the match wasn't good because it ended with goddamn Mad Crap Moss winning. And now he's that's gonna get why it was good to me. <laughs> Wait, that's why it was good? Yes, like someone knew in a title run. Obviously, this man's not gonna win. But you know, at least it's something new. But, okay. For God's sakes, I did not want Ray up in that bitch again, right? Okay. I don't want Santos to fucking die, because he will die against a fucking Gunther, right? Mm-hmm. And Fucking Gunther versus Cross would be a good match, but I'm not really a fan of uh, fucking Cross. Uh, like, fucking, like, uh, 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 Mad Crap is like the fucking best idea to me right, right at the moment. Yeah, not to me. I just thought that was like the worst idea because I would have loved to see Cross versus Gunther. Like, I would have seen that. Like, I would have even took like a Santos Escobar loss to Gunter over Mad Crap Moss. Like Mad Crap Moss does nothing for me. Everybody else in this match does stuff. Long as Ray didn't win, I didn't give a fuck. But like Mad, like you said, <laughs> Mad Crap is new. But like there was like there were other options. But it's like I guess you don't want them to lose to Gunter, and it's like eh, whatever. Like regardless, who, whoever goes against him. It's not beating him. Only when they had like a slight chance is Ray because they had the last match. Yeah, and I was yeah, yeah. I didn't want Ray to win at all. Fuck that. Hell no. Yeah. So then we get to Jimmy. Jimmy's watching, and Heyman walks up behind him. Was like, "Hey, how you doing? I just got off the phone with the Tribal Chief, and he wants you. He wants you to go home. He wants you to stay home. You and Solo stay home." <clears throat> Because he wants eyes from at home for TV. He wants to see how this looks from TV. Because you know that if you're at home, you can see on the TV. And at the TV, you can see everything that you can't see when you're here. And like, soon as he said that, I was like, oh, shit. You know why? Why? Roman is at home. Roman's watching what's going on. Roman saw Sammy talk to Jay Uso. Roman saw the interaction between Jimmy and Jay. 
Roman saw everything because he's at home. Yep. And him telling Jimmy at home, you can see everything was basically giving him a little heads up to like, hey, he saw everything. Even if you didn't see everything, he saw everything. So everything is being seen. So no matter what you do, everything is being seen. It's like, okay. Yeah. So he's going to like kick them out for a little hot minute until they like actually reveal they actually were together the whole time. The only bad part is like one of them is not a Canada. And I don't know how this is going to work. Because one of them Canada next week they're going to be in Canada for two days. But one of them isn't allowed in Canada. And like that's the thing that impedes this whole thing. Like, how does this? How is this gonna? Because I think it's Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. So Jay showing up without Jimmy is going to be very fucking weird. So I don't know how they're gonna do this because they're gonna be in Canada and it's gonna be fucked up. But like something has to something has to happen to change the whole entire thing. They got solo, so technically that's the Usos right there. <laughs> yeah, like I, like I really want Jay to go and like Jimmy to be sitting at home and like we're like, oh my god, and then Jay still crosses Sammy over because like that starts the whole beat down and moving on to the next thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's the only reason I want that to happen. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how this is gonna work. No, it's like, gonna be it's like you said, it's gonna be weird without Jimmy there. Yes, it's like it's like that's what is making me like kind of want to see this next week and see what's what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Because it's like so much stuff that could happen. Like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Something that I could see, like basically the way I would book it, like 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 they have what one more week to be go there. No, next week is it. Like that's it. Like next week is over. Like, yeah, that's it. It's over. So I would have like um, both of them defy fucking Roman and show up on SmackDown anyway, right? But and the, inter- hmm? but they're in Canada next week. Like SmackDown, they're in Canada. So oh next- shit! So, like, never mind. That's why they written them. They off. can't. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was gonna say, have them interfere, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, what you call it? Like have them fuck up when they interfere, and you know, what I mean, he bans one of them, which mm-hmm. will be Jimmy. Yeah. Like if they wasn't doing two days in Canada, that would be perfect. But they're doing two days in Canada, right from the same spot, so it's like. You, you can't do it now. And that's yeah. the fucked up thing about it. Unless they do a pre-tape thing. Yeah, they could, they could do a pre-tape thing. That would, that would work. Yeah. But yeah, like, that, like, we're close to the end of the fucking bloodline, bloodline thing, so we're, it's almost over. Yeah. So, no yeah. more blood. 
no more blood. And there's like not much else going on in wrestling. Um, Jerry Lawler had a stroke. I mean, that that's like guess new. Yeah, he's doing okay though. Apparently, yeah, he's he's doing all right. So that's the thing. Yeah, I mentioned him in the AEW, which kind of freaked me out because. Of AEW guy mentioning the fucking WWE guy. Yeah, but like the thing about that is back to like when Gorilla Monsoon passed away and Bobby Eaton mentioned him on TV because like that's that's my partner, that's my tag partner, like that's my homie. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. So that's that's what made me go like oh yeah I didn't even bat an eye because that's what I was thinking about like oh that reminds me of back when that happened so. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm glad they ain't go petty with that shit. So, like, AEW is more open and inclusive, but you know, like, it is what it is. Yeah. So, they had a backstage thing with like Ray and Santos, and they basically gave each other masks, like the mask from each other because like Santos has a mask and Ray has a mask so like they basically gave each other a mask and basically respect it's basically respect I I don't know where this is going but like they put it on their YouTube channel so like it's like it's like it's I guess it's canon right it's canon yeah yeah because like the YouTube channel is canon because the whole dime getting locked up thing. Yeah. Like that that happened on the YouTube. So So them giving the mass and like they were kind of joking online like years ago about how they were gonna reform the LWO and like could this could be like a little teaser to that, which I hope is a real thing. Yeah. Eventually, like, though, like not anytime yeah. soon, because Ray's still a face and Santos is a heel. So, oh no, definitely, definitely not. Like, I want to say after the WrestleMania match with Dom and Ray, then like we move on from that. Then we could get to the LWO with them trying to, hey, let's get back together, friends, all of us, let's come back together. Oh yay, team! Like that's what but I feel keep like. Dom separate. Nah, Dom gotta be in it. Like, I want Dom to be the last guy to join the LWL. No, no, no. I mean, like, he, he have him be in the group, but separate from his dad. Like, be a solo act. Oh, no, no. He's, like, from now on, he's, like, all solo. Like, once yeah. he faces his dad at WrestleMania, all solo. Like, I don't want anywhere connected. Just, just be all solo by himself. That's it. Yeah, because... The reason, like, people don't like him is because, like, he's, like, such a fucking scummy, like, scared, like, scared as shit heel or whatever. This gimme probably work, would work as a face. It would, but, like, that's the reason he is, like, he should be over it because, like, he's a chicken shit heel and people, yeah. like, like chicken shit heel. The only thing about Dom that makes it not cool is, like, he's not good. Like, he's growing into his role, but he's not good now. He's not good now where everybody's like, oh, he should be good now. He should be good now. He's not good. And that's why people are like, 
yeah, we don't like him because he's not good. Once he starts, yeah. to turn, like he has little flashes of like beep 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 of good. Other than that, he's not good. So just like I understand why people don't like him. He one one day he's gonna be good. It's just not there yet. Not now, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not there. Gotcha. Yeah. So anything else? Any other news that you want to talk about? Uh, I ain't got no news, no, but I guess LWO for life. 